Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com.
Anybody got anything on your heart to make you like known at this time? Pray. He'll, he'll get married before you have to come back and pray. Yeah, 
10 of Luke and the apostles came back and they were all excited that the power of Christ was killed and they had a power to do things that were miracles. Yeah. Yet Jesus said to them, He said, not to take any thought about those things, but He said, Rejoice rather that your name is written in the I'm glad today that my name is in the land. Amen. It took place when He touched me that day. You've got to be born again to get your name right. You have nobody else enter into heaven. He's going to check that book. It's got to be written. That's right. for the day He wrote my name. Yeah. In words of this song.
He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. And that's where we want to take our thoughts tonight from. It's the sixth verse there. You can see it. Let's see all this week, <laughs> me and Dustin, we had talked a little bit, but we didn't have a clue what each other was going to be standing and preaching on. We didn't talk about that. Only one we talked to was God. <laughs> but I'm thankful for God that all this week you've heard about the same thing. Be strong. Be faithful. Yes. God will be there for you. Yes, right. Amen. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to drill on Daniel. But the hurricanes out west of here, where people have died, oh, the hurricanes come through. The news said they had two minutes. minutes before it struck. That's all they had. My friends tonight, you don't have those two minutes. You don't have those two minutes. God might call you home before you walk out those doors of this church. God might call you home before you get home. You do not have those two minutes that those people have you have now. You have this very minute. That's all you have. That's all you are promised. If you don't know God tonight, you don't have those two minutes. You don't have one minute. The Bible says that God Jesus will come back in the sky as a quicker of now. That is not two minutes. That's right. And if you don't know Him tonight, you're going to spend eternity in hell. That's not me saying it. That's God. You're going to spend eternity there. You don't have two minutes left. Now God may be merciful on you and you might leave this church and you might get home. But tomorrow you won't have The devil don't want you to see that. The devil don't want you to see that tonight. He don't want you to reach. If you're here tonight and you've been saved, the devil's on your back all the time. The devil don't want you to reach your potential with God. He's going to try his very best to keep your mouth shut. Yep, yep. He's going to try his very best for you not to witness. 
He does not want you to reach your potential with God because if He knows that you do, then He can't have a stand with you. That's right. Companies use what they call a spreadsheet. Over on this side, they put down things that not working, that's not good for the company, whatever. And over here on this side, they put down things that's good, that's working, that's making them money. On this side, I'm going to use it this way. On this side is the devil, and on this side is God. The devil wants to keep you knocked down. God wants to lift you up. The devil wants to keep you in the dark. God wants you to bring out the light. For he said, Jesus is the light. The devil wants you to keep silent. God wants you to raise your voice like you was tonight and worship Him. What's at the bottom? Spend eternity in hell with Him. God's side, spend eternity life in glory. In glory. Now to me, my friends, it's a whole lot better over here on this side than it is on this side. I hope you think about that tonight. Which side are you on tonight? Which side are you on? It doesn't take a whole lot to get over here on this side. As the little girl came last night, she knew what side she needed to be on. She wouldn't want to be over here on this side where the devil's at. She wanted to be over here on this side where God is at. The devil doesn't want you to preach your preaching. Full potential with God. <coughs> That's why you're going through so much turmoil right now. Hey, don't 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 sit here tonight and say you're not somebody that's not going to do it. I go through it. I go through it. But that's why you're going through so much turmoil tonight. Whatever it is that's in your life tonight that's keeping you down. That's keeping you from praising the Lord. That's what the devil wants to keep you at. He don't want you to get rid of it. He don't want you to come to the altar or get down on your knees at home and ask the Lord to help you. He wants to keep you down. The devil's nervous about that. He is. Because if he knows that if he can get you picked back, the Lord can get you picked back up as we've already said, then God has got somebody that's on his side that will stand up and praise him and worship him in power and truth. The devil doesn't want that. He wants to keep you down. He wants to keep you silent. Right. 
If you ever get to the place that you're full of acknowledgement of God, <coughs> and I'll have to say this week, I've got a little bit closer, Tommy. Yeah. I have, I have, and I, I, I feel ashamed of myself that I can stand and say that because I want to be just as close to God as possible. But I've got a little bit closer this week through prayer, through the Holy Spirit. But the devil don't want you to get there. He don't want you to feel what I have felt this week in my heart. He doesn't want you to get there. Because if He knows if you get there, then you won't be on His side. You'll be on God's side. If you ever get over... You're unsure between being lost or being saved that you know no shadow of doubt that you've been saved. The devil don't want you to believe that. The devil does not want you to believe that. He don't want you to get to that point in your life that you don't have to worry about it anymore. That's why he keeps coming your back about what you're wondering about. Well, I'm really saved or well, I'm not. I can't get up and stand and praise God like brother said so-and-so does or sister so-and-so does. I wonder if I'm saved. The devil is putting that in your mind. He wants it there because if he's there, he'll, he'll keep questioning it. He don't want you to be sure. you ever get to, to, to the place or the fact that you can never get over what maybe somebody has done you wrong? That somebody has said something about you, maybe in the church or out about? Do you never get to the place that you can get over that? And it don't matter. It don't matter a bit what somebody says about you. It doesn't matter a bit what they think about you. It doesn't matter one bit. It only matters to God. It only matters to God. So it don't matter what people think. If you need to use this altar tonight, it doesn't matter what sister brother brother sister or brother says about you. Or why are they coming to God? What sin have they done that they need to get down and pray to God for forgiveness? It's nobody's business. And if they go out in this church tonight, if you come and they go out in this church tonight and start talking about so sister so and so brother sister so and so went to the altar tonight. I wonder what sin they have done. The
people say. Amen. Don't worry about it. Just worship. Just worship. If God has laid on your heart to stand and raise your hand, stand and raise your hand and give Him praise. Don't worry about what anybody else says about it. They ought to be doing the same thing. He's worthy of that. He is worthy of us giving Him praise. And I thank the Lord tonight. This week, I think He's happy with us. He's happy with what is took place of people coming and praising, just praising Him. He's worthy of that. We can't praise Him enough. I can't praise Him enough. I cannot praise my Lord and Savior enough for what He done for me that Sunday morning at New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. I cannot thank Him enough for what He done. He saved me from the devil's hell. That alone is nothing I cannot. I can try for the rest of my life till he calls me home. I still cannot give him enough praise for just that one thing. Not counting all the other stuff. Not counting the stuff that he went ahead and saved my family. I praise him for that. He does not want to give you that privilege. He does not want you to get to that point because he knows if he can keep you silent, he knows if he can keep you from raising your head and praising God that he has won. He doesn't want you to get to the place that you're walking with God. You might say, hold on now, preacher. What do you mean walking with God? There's nobody saying God. I know that. I do know that. That's what the Bible says. <coughs> Praise be to God. He walks with me. He talks with me. I know that He's right here beside Him. That's all i got to do is call upon Him. And He's right here walking with me. Or I'm right behind me walking in His footprints. Praise be to God. I don't know. After I got saved, before I got saved, I don't know how I ever managed it. But after I got saved, I have somebody walking with me. I have somebody that I can go to and talk to and I know he listens. God don't want you to do that. The devil don't want you to get to that place. He don't want you to get to the place to say, I'm a godly man. He don't want you to get to the place to say, I'm a godly woman. He does not want you to get to the place that you can stand and say, I am a godly man. I am a godly woman.
are you tonight? Are you tonight? Are you a godly man or a godly woman? Can you say that tonight, sitting here at Cherry Highway Baptist Church? Can you say that tonight? If you can't, then there's an altar up here. Yeah. Brother Tommy talked about the altar at our church this morning. Praise be to God. We still got one, and I hope it never leaves the place that it's set. And I tell you, if they ever do decide, if the church ever do decide to get rid of it, I want this one quarter of it. Here. Right here. Because that's where I kneel down and ask God to enter my heart. I want just that one corner of it right there. You can do whatever you want to the rest of it, that corner is mine. As it has been for others. But that one corner of that altar at New Providence Church is special to me. Because that's where I gave my heart and soul to the Lord. So it's special. But are you a godly man? Are you a godly woman? Do you depend on God more than you depend on the devil to guide you tonight? If you can stand tonight and say that I am a godly man, I am a godly woman, You can stand and say, I am a child of God. Hey, Jim. I am a child of God. Can you say that? Can you say that I am a child of God? It doesn't matter what other people says about you. That is very most important thing that you possibly maybe can say. I am a child of God. I have no doubts about it. I have no fears about it. I don't have to worry about it. I am a child of God. Hey, brothers and sisters, tonight, that the devil did on you, then you cannot say that you are a child of God tonight, then you're serving the devil and not God. If you can say that you're a child of God tonight, I'm going to live. I'm going to live for eternity in His Amen. with Him in heaven. I'm going to live for eternity in heaven. The brother I said went over in Revelations all the things that heaven's going to be like. Now, if you can imagine what heaven's going to be like, truly be like, you're a better person than I am. You are a better person than I am. I cannot imagine even being told 
and God's word what heaven's going to be like, I can't still imagine exactly how it's going to be, the glory that it's going to be. And because Jesus saved me from the devil's hell, I have a mansion there that He built just for me. And He gave me a name that nobody else knows besides Him. When I cross over that river and cross into heaven, He's going to give me that name. And He's going to give me that mansion. You have that assurance tonight. I hope you do. I really hope you do. Because if you don't, you might be here all every night this week. I don't know. I don't. I don't look around too much. It scares me. But you may have been here every night this week, sitting here, just in torment. What are the two brothers talking about? Why are they preaching about this? We preach it because we love you. It's not because we're mad at you. We're not. As I said the other night, when God saved me and Jesus entered to my heart, He put love in there. He put love in there. I answered the call. And when I answered the call, I had to make things right with Him. I had to get saved. I knew that. A couple years later, He called again. And I had to answer the call again. That time, when I answered that call, He put the burden in my heart for lost people. So that's why we preach the way we preach. That's why we preach about the devil. Because we don't want you to go there. We want you to spend eternity in heaven with God. For Jesus Christ is the light of the city. And go to go to dark. Nothing like it's going to be in hell. That's why we preach the way we preach. Because we have the burden in our hearts for lost people. We don't want to see you to go there. You know what? You don't have to. It's your decision. It's not mine. It's not Dustin. It's not Ron. It's not Tom. It's not Tom. It's not Tom. It's not Tom. It's It's not their decision. It's yours. If you walk out these doors tonight and God has spoke to you, you know that you're not saved whether you're young or old. You know that you're not saved. You've been come, maybe coming to the church at this church or other churches for years. But yet, you don't know for sure that you're saved. God has given you the opportunity this week to do 
As I said the other night, he gave me another chance. I should have actually saved me that day, that Sunday morning, said in that last month. But I did. From Monday to the following Sunday, he gave me those chances in between there. Praise be to God, I had enough sense that Sunday morning that he was burning, putting something in my heart. It just, I, I had to go. My heart was beating so hard, and I could feel the Spirit of God. I didn't know at that time what was going on. I did. I'm honest with you. But I knew something was going on, and I needed to get up and go. Because I didn't know if I was going to make it or not. That's how hard my heart was beating. It has never felt felt like that again. Why? Because I have Jesus in there now. Why? Because I answered the call that Sunday morning. Yeah. And He changed me forever. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it. No. Listen. The devil stays on us, maybe us preachers more than me, they do you. I have to fight him off. I have to pray, Lord, get, get him off my back. So he's still trying his level best to keep me from preaching God's word, to keep me from worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ. He still tries his very best to deceive me. But the only thing that I can tell you tonight, you do have an advocate. You do and come and get things right with him. Right. You can come yeah. and get the devil off of you that you can feel joy. That you can feel that you can feel his presence. That you can feel his glory. That you can feel his presence in your life. That you can get down and pray and know that He hears your prayers and He will be with you when the devil comes and wants to steal your boy. That's all you have to do is get down and pray and God will be right there. Right. I feel sorry for the ones who can't do that. Yeah, I really yeah, and that's why I stand and try to preach the word. Because I feel sorry for the ones that don't know God. I feel sorry for the ones that don't know the peace. I had peace in my heart when I got up from that altar. Do you have peace tonight in your heart? I had it. Devil tried to sell a couple times. Here a while back, he succeeded. Say, whoa, wait a minute, preacher. What do you mean you see you're a preacher? Well, I let him sneak in the back door. I did. Nine years. For nine years, I let him convince me that I don't need to stand and preach. Why? Do I need to stand and preach? Because people don't see that they don't care. 
Why do I need to try to stand in grief when people don't listen? So I used every excuse that I possibly come up with why I wasn't going to church. I was working too much. I was working too hard. I had odd hours, so and so at FedEx. I didn't feel good. I was tired all the time. I used those excuses to why I wasn't serving God. And it wasn't nothing but the devil. He won. I let him win. A year ago at Harmony Baptist Church, Brother Tommy and Thomas was having a revival up there. The Lord got me straightened out in a mighty way. And I feared. I feared God. I did. He put that on me so hard that I didn't know about that night if I was going to be able to get out of that church. And he was going to knock me down. So I feared him. And I had to get things right with him. Problem is we don't get things right with God. We keep on carrying it. We keep on carrying it. And as long as we carry it, the devil's a win. And he don't need to win. We got too many lost people just up and down this valley. We got too many lost people on the other side of this mountain. <coughs> this mile road. We got too many lost people down here below us. We got too many lost people up here at the top of the world. Right. To let the devil take the glory. If you're here tonight, we want you to come and get a song. Somebody get a song. I don't, it don't matter who it is. But if you're here tonight, I hope you've listened to what I tried to preach about. Come to Jesus tonight. Come to Him. Like I said, you don't have those two things. People out there have a Jesus. You help right now. You help right now to come to. And after that, if he's dealing with your heart, the Holy Spirit's dealing with your heart tonight, and you turn him away and you walk out these doors, that might be in just two minutes. He might have given you two minutes to make your mind up tonight. And they sang this song, and that might be it. That might be your last chance to go to Father. He might not be as grateful to you as he wants to be to give me through the week to get to Bible says that he'll come to us one time. That's all we're guaranteeing. And we've heard it all this week. You've heard it all this week. <coughs> Just one chance. One chance only. <coughs> Through his grace and his love for you that he gives you another. But you're not guaranteeing that, friends. <coughs> There's no guarantee to that. So tonight as you walk out those door, church doors and 
God tonight. But now, now you can pray and you can beg and you can all you want to. But God gave you the opportunity tonight to come to. You train down and you walk out those doors. You may be spending the rest of your life in hell. That's so good. You may be spending the rest of your life when you die. Or if you go out here and have a car wreck or whatever, have a heart attack, you're going to spend the rest of your life. And you're not going to be able to stand before him. You're not going to be able to stand before him and lay your way out of it. You're going to be too late. It'll be too late because he'll say, I don't know you. Your name is not written down in the Lamb's book of life. Depart from me, for I never know you. Then, um, we'll spend eternity in heaven.
Because he's called me to do that. And that's what the church, that should be one of the main things the church should be doing is getting people saved. Don't worry about your pocket, their pocketbooks or who's going to pay this and who's going to pay that. That's, that should be the number one thing in their doctrine is get people saved before it's too late. I believe I don't believe God would have gave the messages that He has gave this week if there wasn't somebody fighting the devil tonight. Won't you come? I promise you. God is my witness. I promise you, you'll never regret it.
Nice to time to step back and get glory. The thing about it is, is he don't force none of this on you. Christianity is voluntary. You know, he calls. I'll call. I'll knock. But you ask, you answer. Whether you want to or not. So, Lord, still with you. We're going to sing with another verse. I surely don't do this. I tell you what I do in church. I do one verse. A lot of times they'll say, you know, you see preachers do it. And 35, 40 minutes and being all enough. One more time. One more verse. One more song. We're going to time. That last call is going to be made. And whenever that last call is gone by, when it's back, it's too late. If the Lord's dealing with you right now, that's the time. He goes with himself. Get the sin out of your life, get saved, get Jesus in your life, and get ready to go home. Amen. One more verse. And actually, this first one, I'm Christian Fellowship. Lord, deal with your heart.
church pastors, we've got a lot to pray for. We're supposed to be men of God. It's time we do our job the way we should and quit setting down on God. I found myself slack a lot of times. God don't want that. Hey, won't you stand up and take hold of it and go? I thought so many times when Jesus grabbed that cross to shape his head, I don't believe he ever looked back. Why? He knows what the end result of this is. I hope you understand what the end result is without Christ. That's right. It's torment for eternity. But I pray, I hope you're right. I hope you're honest with yourself. I hope you're honest. Because you don't, this is what God told me, and He's been dealing with this month. If you've got sin in your life, you can't get rid of it. God's going to take care of it. He's taught of us playing church. Down here saying we're right and we got sin in our life and live like that. He's going to put a stop to it. You need to understand every breath you take, He gives it to you. He takes it away just as well as He gives it. And I've learned that I've walked by enough casting family members. He'll get your attention. Don't thank God that ought to make you understand before you stand. Amen. It's been good to be here. Think about that. Alright, as we come around meeting prayer, this is a good place to stop right here. Yeah, that's right. Prayer. All Christians give announcements.